Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Waco Real Estate Today. I'm Nathan Embry, your host. This show is sponsored by Kelly Realtors. And now another edition of Horner's Corner with Bobby Horner, the City of Waco Public Information Specialist. I'm sitting here with Bobby Horner, the Public Information Specialist for the City of Waco. Our plan is to have a segment called Horner's Corner, when Bobby talks to us about new developments in the City of Waco. Bobby, how are you today? I'm good, Nathan. Thank you for having me uh, on the program, and I look forward to it. You're very welcome. Thanks for being here. Would you tell us a little bit about uh, your background and your position with the City of Waco? Sure. I have, uh, I've been with the City Development Services Department for 19 and a half years. Uh, it was planning and inspections prior to that, and we're still, that's all there, but we call it a, a nicer name now, a fancier name, Development Services Department. But we, uh, I've been there for 19 and a half years. I came to the city April of 2002 as the uh, plans examiner. So I would review residential plans, commercial plans, uh, met with people during our plan review meetings, and met with developers. And what was interesting, I thought, about when I came, uh, we look at all the growth that Waco is having now. Uh, Well, it it was on the uptick back in 2002. But what would happen is people would come to Waco, they'd want to develop, and it would be an uphill climb. And then it would plateau off for a while, then it would start climbing again. Well, where we're at now with all the development that we're seeing is um, uh, there's no there's no plateau. And so things are growing. And so what I've been doing over the last 19 and a half years after plan review, I was a public, inf- I mean, I was not before the public information specialist. I was the uh, inspection supervisor for eight years. So I had uh, six to seven inspectors, new construction inspectors that I was over. And then I had a chance almost two years ago to move up to the public information specialist where I'm at now. So uh, it's kind of a, it's new ground. Our director wanted to, to have this position, develop a newsletter that was geared towards uh, uh, the development here in Waco. And so there has uh, been plenty of us to talk about for sure. Great. And so tell us what your day-to-day activities are now. What I do now is, uh, besides the newsletter, which we'll probably end up putting out maybe every other month, uh, I will. Uh, I'm, 
I put together and facilitate our developers group meetings, which happens once a month. And uh, we get together, uh, talk about projects, talk about maybe specifically, uh, say, ordinance changes or code changes that the city is looking at. And we run that by the developers. It also gives them a forum if they have some issues that are a concern to them. Uh, they will. Uh, it's a great place to voice those concerns. Uh, also, uh, and kind of what my title uh, involves is is you know doing things like this, getting out in the community. I'm kind of a, as my director calls it, a. Uh, a liaison between the development community and the and the development services department. If there is an issue, uh, maybe I need to help get two groups together to talk about something. That's part of my role. So um, I'm kind of building it. Actually, I'm kind of building it as I go because this is the first time we've had this specific role, and uh, I've really I've really enjoying it and uh, just kind of uh, building it the way I think it ought to be be put together. Well, we enjoy hearing from you. I mean, you and I go back several years now, yep. and um, it's very fun and entertaining mm -hmm. to hear right. from you on, on the stuff you have to report. And so that's interesting to hear that you're putting together a newsletter. Is that yes. kind of going to – because in a minute, we're going to go over some of the information that you have that you traditionally do out in the community that I've heard. Right. Are you putting that in a newsletter that's open to the public and others can read that same yes. information? Yeah, we, uh, we're kind of starting small. Um I believe I've called it the uh, development explosion or something like that. It's a, it's a new newsletter and that may evolve, but this first one that I just put out, uh, development evolution, that's what it is. And, uh, I've, I've got a basic email list that I send it out, but the first was basically just an overview of the different departments in our development center you know, uh, planning, inspections, OSSF, it could be uh, engineering, public works. I mean, anybody that has a big project, these are the departments that you'd be dealing with. So it's just kind of an overview of what those departments do. Now, the future one that I'm working on now, I'm going to start adding, like for inspections, for example, is there certain code issues that we need to have links to that people can go to the newsletter, type a link, and it takes you to the city website, there may be ordinance updates. I'm also going to be start to include pictures of some of the developments around Waco, like the riverfront, for example, that's big. Uh, I'm gonna start getting pictures from the developer that I can post in this newsletter so people can kind of see the different stages of it. And so uh, each, each department will send me any updates. Maybe some of maybe engineering has some state updates on I thirty five or the utility updates, so it, it's going to be an evolving type newsletter, and I'm going to be adding to my uh, uh, email list, and so that is the hope and plan. That's so great. It's going to be really fun. So, is there a way to for the listeners or myself to go back and see the? Uh, the previous newsletters, the one that already went out, or and how, how does one get on the, the email list? Well, right now, uh, if they want to email me, uh, bobbyh at wacotx.gov.gov, that is how I've got it set up right now. Uh, I can certainly send you the, the email link, and, cool. and you can uh, I can send it to you. 
So I'm sure that's going to evolve too. Uh, I will be getting with our municipal information folks, and they can advise me how to best get it out. There probably will be hard copies too, but right now it's all electronic. Can you tell me a little bit more about the developer group meetings that you mentioned? Once a month, the third Thursday of every month, the developers will get together. Uh, uh, We used to do it in person, but with all this COVID stuff, we've gone to a hybrid meeting uh, where developers, uh, builders uh, can either come to the meeting or they can get the Zoom link and we record everything uh, so that people can, can watch the meeting. But it's, uh, it, I say it, it varies in numbers each month, but if uh, there's something going on with, say, uh, development through the planning department, they'll come and they'll ask questions about that. Maybe there's a lot of discussion now about the new uh, flood zone that FEMA has done, and I'm sure you're very familiar with all that. So that's been a big topic of discussion uh, with our uh, public works uh, folks and uh you know, concerns about, you know, how's that going to affect my house? Well, am I going to have to buy flood insurance? You know, so it's those kind of questions that come up. And um, if there's something, you know, with, uh, I know our inspection department is specifically looking at ways to improve our process on getting inspections done more rapidly. We're hiring more inspectors. Uh, We are contracting with another large independent uh, uh, permitting and inspection group here in, in well, it's that they're actually international, but uh, Bureau Veritas, and they're going to help us on small stuff first, but on larger projects, we will work work that just so it'll all this development, it'll overwhelm our inspection staff real quick. Yeah, sure. And so that's why we're doing it. Did you say these? Their video calls at this point are they open to the public? And how does one? Well, generally, it's it's it's. For the developers, you know, I, I do have people that will get on the video and, you know, they'll send me their email and I'll put them on the list and I'll, I, I monitor who, you know, logs in. And, you know, we have folks from the chamber that'll look in. Uh, mostly it's developers, uh, people from the Associated General Contractors, the Heart uh, uh, of Texas Home Builders. So they're involved with the construction development industries primarily. But like I said, I have got some from the uh, chamber. Uh, uh, I know Jennifer Branch at the chamber will, will log in periodically just to see what's going on. So, uh, cool. And they can ask questions too. If they have a particular question, then we try to answer those questions. Great. You've got some information in front of you you want to share with the public, and this is the part that's always real fun to hear Oh, <laughs> uh, what you have to say. Um, can you tell us a, a little bit about that information you have and where it's coming from, and uh, and then dive right in? Well, this uh, each month, uh, as you know, the Chamber has a thousand friends of Waco meeting, uh, and I have. it's probably been going on for 12, 13 years, and I've been a part of it pretty much from its inception. But I've got to where I work with Jennifer and I do a presentation of, you know, new projects that come in, those that I can talk about. Sometimes the bigger projects, as you probably very well know, the owners, developers may not want anything said about it at the time, but most of the projects are not that way. And so I'll go over some new fun projects, you know, whether it's Amazon, uh, and, uh, and or some of the other big industrial uh, projects. One of the, it's kind of funny, one of the th- projects that uh, I have been 
ask about continually is home goods. And uh, my wife is one of them. <laughs> says, okay, when is home goods coming? You need to get that here, you know, that kind of thing. And I said, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. Um, but uh, home goods, for example, out at Central Texas Marketplace, they are coming probably in January. Uh, but uh, a, lot of, a lot of interest in that. And so um, that's just, it's just one of them. Uh, let, let me clarify. Uh, so is that the, the information that you're going to bring to this segment every show? Mm-hmm. Is it permit application permit for, for permits at the city yes. of Waco? Yeah. Is that one? Uh, there are, if it's something that I can mention, yeah, it's, it's going through our permit review process right now, okay. or they have been permitted. Uh, so, uh, you know, the riverfront obviously is, is going to be ongoing for the next five or six years. So that'll be something that I'll be periodically updating on. The hotels coming in, you know, it, that kind of thing. Is it public information at that point once you, these developers or builders get a permit from the city? And yeah. once, once you get a permit and all, uh, it becomes, you know, public information, that sort of thing. So uh, I try to report on those. Now, we have a lot of, I think there's since the first of the year, we've probably got last count, I think 153 projects of different kinds. Now, that's not all new, brand new construction. Some of it's renovation work. Uh, there's a lot of these older buildings that you, as you know, are getting renovated, which I think is cool. My background prior to the city was working in architecture. So seeing these old buildings repurposed has been fantastic. And so these older homes getting restored. So, um, those are the kind of things, projects of different sizes, uh, that we go on. Uh, of course the chamber will make announcements periodically of the big, you know, Uzine Oots, the big one. Uh, the German, another German company that has come to Waco that's going to, we're excited about that one too, because up in uh, Dover, Delaware, they have a big training facility. That's their training facility. They're moving all that to Waco. So we're going to have probably a thousand or more contractors coming to Waco at different times throughout the year for training on this flooring products that they produce. So uh, it's out. staying in hotels, yep, eating. That's in exactly right. That's right. So that's going to be great for our economy. It's right next to Zinc Power, which is also another German company that's up and running. Uh, Zinc Power, just FYI, has the the plant manager told me they have fifty of these facilities around the world. This one here in Waco, Texas, is their largest of all of them. Oh, wow! And so I guess that's the thing that amazes me, Nathan, is that Waco, Texas is getting all these large companies. And some of them, this is the first one in the United States. Evasis, the company from Mexico that does the aluminum cans. First one in the United States, right here in Texas. So it's really uh, it's really cool to see all of this development going on. And uh, again, it go, all goes back to uh, being kind of in the, central te- in the center of Texas on a major thoroughfare. We got rail service. We have several different airports, you know, regional airports and things around here. So, and we don't have a state income tax, which really uh, has attracted a lot of folks from California, as you know, and just around the country. And uh, then there's that little little TV show that, seems, show that little seems to be a little popular around these parts and, yeah. and uh, that it brings a lot, a lot of people here. So uh, I've been here 45 years and I've seen a lot of changes and it has just been really... Uh, neat to see. Uh, 
You said you've touched on the information that you're going to bring to the segment. Sometimes it's sensitive information, uh-huh. but it's also public information because they're applying for these permits. If the developer or the builder doesn't, is, are there ways to keep that a secret, I guess? You might say, do they disguise their name or um, what is that? Well, like? the, that usually it usually starts with the chamber, and the chamber has their own, you know, they have their own way they name things. And this this is way beyond the permit stuff or before the permit stuff. So it has not been released. Uh, I mean, the chamber is very, you know, they they honor the request, non-disclosure agreements with developers, and we respect that. Uh, but, you know, one, generally once a permit is issued, you know, then, then you start seeing the information in the paper or from the chamber. So that's the kind of thing that happens. Right. It brings to mind the Amazon deal because that was the worst kept secret. <laughs> yes, it was. And <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in Waco for a while. And so I was just, I'm trying to touch on why someone might do that uh, why, and why it's important to keep that information sensitive. That That's a good question. Uh, sometimes the, the owners just have their way of wanting to present it to the public. And that is their business. That is their call. We try, we or we do and try our best to do everything we can to respect what they want. Uh, even though, like you say, in Amazon, uh, people have pretty much figured it out after a while, but they want their, to do it and they want to uh, uh, announce it the way they want to announce it. So it all, it all works out in the end. But uh, right. that's just... What else on your report do you, can you share today? Well, let's see. One of the things that uh, I think is it's really interesting, and I think it's maybe been COVID-driven a lot, there is out on the Bosque River across from McLennan Community College, there is a, a new um, large RV park going in. Oh, wow. And the, the group, the Northgate group that owns this, they're the same ones that do the Jellystone Parks. Now this is not going to be a Jellystone Park, but it's they own the Jellystone Parks, but they have some other ones. There's one down near New Bronzeville's. Uh, this is bigger than the one we're going to have, but it's it's kind of the same. It's not just where you drive in with the RV. They're going to have amenities. They're going to have a general store. They're going it's different things like if uh, people that come to Waco with their RVs, they plan on staying a few days, they'll pull in there and then take their cars and go around and spend their money here in Waco kind of thing. But there's amenities there for them uh, on the river, which is going to be a really cool deal. Wow. So I guess the RV explosion is, from what I understand, is due to a lot of people, I guess, not wanting to stay in hotels. I mean, we hope they still stay in hotels because that's a big, a big deal here. But um, but the RV is just a, the RV park is just another avenue for people you know, when people come to visit us here in Waco. Great. Down in that same area uh, where Dutch Brothers are, the uh, one of the plans uh, Hawaiian Brothers uh, barbecue is down there where the uh, uh, Taco Cabana was. And, oh, nice. uh, so anyway, it's just another, another, I know we have a lot of barbecue places here, but, uh, I guess the Hawaiian barbecue version is a little bit different than what we're used to here in Texas. But, uh, I guess what, the way I look at it, it's really good to see these buildings be reused or the sites being reused. And it's just a continuous showing people are coming here, um, 
there's a one of the things I've told many people that I've talked to is that you know a lot of people come to see the magnolia thing and the and the silos and all that, but there is a synergy that has been developed that people are just they're bringing their business. The food trucks, as you know, that have started as food trucks now they have sit down restaurants like you know the bar some of the barbecue places, sandwich shops. It is just really cool to see. And uh, when the hotels downtown, uh, the AC Hotel, for example, uh, they're right across from Etch, about 6th Street, one block up from the silos. When that gets started, that's just going to be part of the overall development of Mary Avenue. And that is, uh, if you've seen the pictures down there, you, it's going to be a really nice hotel. And so it's just, um, you know, there is a, uh, it's going to be neat to see how that whole corridor is developed. And then it goes across the river, you know, with the suspension bridge when they get that done and the Bridge Street and Elm Avenue. I mean, it's just going to be all tied together. Really neat, really yeah, neat deal. It sounds exciting and an exciting time to be in Waco, yeah, Texas, in Central Texas. And we're grateful and thankful that you've agreed to come on here regularly yeah, and have yeah. your own segment on this show called Horner's Corner, where uh, you come on and do exactly what we just did. Tell us some insight. Uh, City of Waco, you have a list here, and I'm sorry we didn't get to it all. Oh, that's all it right. It looks like that's you right. have probably about 75 things to talk about, maybe more, <laughs> and I think we hit three. So yeah, uh, it's fair to say that we have more material uh, for the next segment. There will be a few more things to talk about, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. I'm all with right. Bobby Horner, uh, the Public Information Specialist for the City of Waco, and this is the first installment of Horner's Corner. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dave. Hey, I'm Nathan Embry. I'm with Kelly Realtors here in Waco, Texas, and I'm sitting here with Javier Cobas, and he's with First Choice Dents. Javier, how are you? Doing great, Nate. How are you doing today, brother? Great. Thanks for asking. Hey, will you tell us a little bit about yourself and the business that you started here in Waco? Yeah, you know, um, owner here, First Choice Dents here in Waco, um, paintless dent repair, specializing in hail damage, door dings, um, minor collision on vehicles. Cool. Uh, would you tell us about your first real estate experience? How did we get started? Well, uh, you know, together? we were bouncing between a few different shops and really looking for something that would been that would be a, a longer term spot for us. And um, gosh, I g- gave a phone call out at the Soldier Man Warehouses, and that's where they turned us on to you. You were the guy, and. Um, it turned out to be great for us. You know, we were there three and a half years. Um, we're able to grow into that location, maintain that location, and really outgrew it. And then um, in the event of hailstorms, um, we needed a larger spaces, so we continued to call you at different times to set us up and um, temporarily in, in spots as we needed to be. Yeah, I remember that well. We, we, had, we started off with, what, like a 1,000 square feet? Um, yes, probably, a thousand. Probably about a year, a year-long lease, and then... As your business grew, so did your need for larger real estate. And so we kind of looked around, and we ended up getting you at several other spots, didn't we? Uh, one down on Industrial, and then some more in the Soldier Office Warehouse. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, we, um, what was that, 2017, we had a local hailstorm that we got with you and ended up there in uh, off Industrial. Gosh, that was a large facility, I believe, somewhere four to 6,000 square yeah, feet. Yeah, that was a big place. It was, and, you know, when the local hailstorms come. 
come around, we definitely fill up pretty significantly until we need that extra space. And that worked out great for us. And you were my guy. You turned us on to the spot before right away. So I reached out to you again. You were able to find us a location that worked for us. That's cool. I love that. And then most recently, a very exciting project we worked together on. Uh, tell us, let's talk about that. That's one of my favorites to talk about. It, it ended up uh, so cool in my book. In fact, I talked about it on, I had a show on here and I, I just love telling that story. <clears throat> I'll set the scene and, and then you take over. Is that fair? Awesome. Sounds great. Uh, you called me and you said, Hey man, we've had a storm. Uh, I need a three month lease cause I'll be banging these cars out for about three months. I just need a little shop space for about three months. Will you help me? And, uh, you know, we're, we've become good personal friends uh, yes, since sir. since 2017, Without a and um, so I was happy to help, even though um, it's it's not the biggest real estate deal. I was just happy to help and and serve. Uh, but it turned into a bigger project than what we started. What you t- tell from your perspective? How did that go down? Well, you know, we had a temporary lease already going on there at the Soldierman Warehouses for an additional unit. But I only thought I needed a very temporary, I think, and was an additional month. Well, when that month it got close to eclipsing, I reached back out looking to extend that time. And when I did, they told me, well, we've got the space leased now. So then I was like, well, Nate, looks like we're back on the open market. Let's uh, see what we can find. And so you gave me a few different options. I finally said, okay, I'll go look at one. I've slowed down enough. We went down and looked at this facility where it was two warehouses on a about three quarter of an acre or so, but the one warehouse that was really in question, the one I was looking at, it wasn't going to quite work for us. It had some flooring issues, elevated pads, things that it was like, well, you know, if I owned it, yes, but in a leasing situation like we are right now, it's really not going to work for us. And then you, as we were kind of leaving out, you know, um, you were like, hey, do you want to take a look at the other bigger warehouse while we're at it? And I was like, sure. Yeah. You know, I'm, not going to do much for me now, but yes, let's go take a look at it. And as we walked through, wow, I just, I fell in love. I I loved the building. I saw the opportunity. Income potential was there on top of uh, just, gosh, the extra square footage in case I ever needed it. And that really allowed, allowed me to, you know, really make some, some decisions. You know, you, you got to me and told me, Hey, well, it's not up for sale, but it wouldn't hurt to put in an offer to see, see what happens. And so we did, and they came back, gosh, with a 200000 over the initial... Um, what we offered. Initial bid, exactly. Yeah. And and I kind of I got very discouraged. I was like, oh, man, Nate, it's just not going to work. And you came back to me, well, I, I have a medium point. Let's put in the offer and see what happens. And so we did, made the made the agreement, and, wow, it's it's really blossomed, you know. it's We're seven months out or so now, and the facility's up to, up to speed for us. We laid the new floor down, did quite a bit as far as upgrades to the facility itself. And then the other warehouse, um, now we have it leased. And so that worked out great. We got the income potential that we were really looking for that was really on the edge. Like, well, maybe this can happen, but it's going to take a lot of work to get there. And, well, here we are now, and what a blessing it's been. Yeah, that's a really cool story. Um, We walked in there with one set of expectations, what we our goal was to see if we could lease this thing to rent it out for three months. And just like you said, we ended up buying the thing and uh, we, we negotiated through that process. We got you the building. You now own that building that wasn't, it wasn't even for sale. You remember that? It That's was right. just for lease. And so um, 
you own it now and it's a big build. It's two different buildings, a lot of square footage and you leased out the other side to help offset some bills. And, uh, like you say, what a blessing, what a cool story that is. It's so much fun to, to, to talk about that one. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's worked out so great for us because now, you know, at the end of the terms that we're currently on, on this lease to own contract, when he purchases it out, it'll pay my shop off. It's crazy how that happened. It went from a situation of a temporary lease, three months or so, to owning a facility that within a year will be paid for. That's great. I'm happy for you. Uh, Thank you, Nate. And to wrap it up, would you just talk about, just real briefly, your experience working with me and Kelly Realtors and um, the benefit of working together. Yes, sir. As, you know, I said before, I've known Nate for a few years now. This isn't a brand new relationship and well, it's, it's been great. He's been able, my go-to guy whenever I need something really in residential or the commercial side, I reach out to Nate first just to get his opinions. And he's always shot me straight, which is why I keep coming back. And, you know, I told him after the first leased space, that we'll be doing more deals in the future. And I'm sure he looked at me like, oh, yeah, you know, heard that before. But, you know, I was true to it, and I came back, and we'll, we will continue to do deals in the future. Um, been a blessing. It's cool, man. Yes, sir. I feel the same way. Thanks so much for doing this. No problem, Nate. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Cool. Javier Covis, owner here, First Choice Dents in Waco. Phone number is 254-265-2529. You can also find us on the web at www.firstchoicedents.com. Um, local address, 203 South 26th Street here in Waco. You can find me on social media if you search for Nathan Embry CCIM. My website where you can see my listings is kellyrealtorscommercial.com. Waco Real Estate Today is produced by Rogue Media Network. You can find more of their podcasts at roguemedianetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.